Hi, my name is Alicia. I'm 23 years old and I feel pressured by society and the digital world that we now live in. Notifications disrupt my focus. Images of the perfect body type make me insecure. And being in a crowded area where everybody is focused on our mobile devices is making me feel lonely. Being sucked into a platform makes me feel cut off from the real world. The real world where you get to experience all the weather types and the feeling it gives you. Where you can feel the wind blow through your hair and see the leaves rustle upon the pavement. Where you see lovers meet under tree willows and arguments starting to take shape between an elderly couple across the street. What I'm trying to say is that the world around us is beautiful with all its flaws and social media is making us miss out on all of that. I recorded this podcast to raise awareness. Awareness to our own decision making and how it affects the world. And that not everything in a digital world is decided by us, but decided for us, without us even knowing about it. Are you just a little interested in regaining control over your own life without being manipulated by your mobile device? Then care to listen in. Social media comes across as an evolved part of the digital age. This digital age is a time when large amounts of information are widely available to many people, largely through computer technology, according to Collins Dictionary. And where we believe that social media is a tool that we have full control over, and we consciously decide to use by scrolling down our phones, the opposite appears to be true. Social media has dug its way deep into our society and created a strangled web of digital information strings that we feel urged to keep pulling. Scientists have evolved technology so far through the years that social media platforms can predict your every move. This development has shifted technology's business model, a business model where social media platforms and apps are no longer the product. With stakeholders interested to buy data retrieved from our internet behavior, we have become the product. If you're not paying for the product, you are the product. So now that we have become the product that provides companies with data, it has become a goal to retrieve as much data as possible in order to predict our every single move. From what YouTube videos you watch, to what you eat in the morning, to when you go to the gym, and what route you take to get there. It has become desirable to keep us online as much as humanly possible. Or perhaps, we should leave the humanly out of this equation. They would like to keep us online 24 hours of the day, saving every link we click on and analyzing every word in the emails that we receive, looking for keywords to provide you with ads and to predict your next move. To ensure that we spend as much time as possible on our phones, they have created algorithms that keep us drawn back into our smartphones. They can do this by sending notifications, updates, ads, and many other tools. For example, take Instagram, an extremely popular platform that consists of mainly images. Whenever you open the app, you get hit with the latest updates and content of the people that you follow. Whenever you drag this bar down, you will get another hit of new information. This simple tool of presenting new information every single time will make it addictive to keep sliding down because you know you will get to see new content and you simply can't miss out on that, can you? These algorithms have made technology addictive without us realizing it, we keep coming back for more. And even though we do not necessarily need it, we feel the urge to go back for more, making it an almost incontrollable action. So let's zoom in on why these addictive algorithms work. These algorithms are designed to anticipate our natural addictions. Not only technology is programmed a certain way, but so are we. Therefore, social networks are an extension of ourselves. 
We have the need to be connected and interact with others. This is apparent from a few satisfactory and addictive assets we maintain. The first one is social validation. According to Jose Coicochea, we experience social validation every time we meet someone new. Human beings are social creatures by nature and seek validation everywhere we go. Receiving likes, hearts, and comments can provide us with a satisfactory feeling of feeling validated. The second one is FOMO, the fear of missing out. This has been wired into us for a long time, but the rise of social media has enlarged these feelings rapidly. In today's society, we experience a vast number of choices we are being presented. FOMO has formed out of fear of making the wrong decision. With social media, we are constantly being faced with other people doing exciting things, an uncountable amount of activities and therefore choices to be made. Every single time we put away our phones, we feel the urge to pick it back up and refresh in order to see new content. Afraid of missing out on what your high school friend was doing this weekend and not knowing what your favorite influencer tried out this week. We just don't want to miss out on any of it. Social comparison. People feel the urge to compare themselves with one another in order to assess strengths, weaknesses, feelings, abilities, and perspectives. Ego. In our society, the individual has a leading role. We find it important to be ourselves and to be seen. Our ego steps forward in social media by posting pictures, sharing personal stories, and tagging yourself in photos, enlarging the me society. Thereby, 80% of online conversations are self-disclosure, in comparison to 30 to 40% in offline conversations, making social media the perfect tool to satisfy our needs. And last but not least, brain chemistry. The use of social media has proven to be both psychologically and physically addictive. A study done by Harvard University has shown that online self-disclosure activates the same part of our brain as the one taking an addictive substance like cocaine. Now that you know how we are being controlled by social media, I want to inform you how you can regain control over your online behavior. I will be giving you four steps to regain control. Step one, acknowledge your addiction. The first step to regaining control and changing your behavior is acknowledging that we have little self-control because our natural instinct is being manipulated by social media. Now that you realize that technology can be a danger to yourself and to society, it is time to implement some easy changes. Step two, switch off your notifications. An easy algorithm created by social media platforms to keep you coming back are notifications. Notifications can start with more important ones, like receiving a direct message on WhatsApp or Instagram. However, you can get notified on all sorts of updates. For instance, you can get a notification for a recommended video you've never even heard of. Or you can get a notification because your friend liked to post on Facebook. By switching these notifications off, you will not get distracted as frequently by events that aren't that important. According to the Social Dilemma documentary on Netflix, this will help you to focus better on a task at hand, reducing the time you spend on your mobile device. Step 3. Reducing your FOMO. Simply saying that you need to worry less about missing out on events won't make it any easier. But by not constantly checking your phone, you will not know what you are missing out on. Therefore, your feelings of missing out will decline leaving you happier and more self-fulfilled. Step four, remember reality. Don't forget about face-to-face -face interaction. Seeing people's expression and hearing their voice is really important. Human empathy is really hard to convey through posts and text messages. Try to use social media for sharing photos and brief updates. 
so you don't substitute real-life conversations for online ones. Digital connections only offer limited and superficial rewards. Real-life activities and relationships will produce more satisfaction and comfort, leaving us feeling less anxious and lonely. If we broaden our real-life interactions and activities, our search of online validation will decline. With this final word, I want to thank you for listening. And with this podcast, I hope to have made you aware of the addictive sites in social media. We don't expect rapid changes in our online behavior, but awareness is key. And remember, if you are not paying for the products, you are the product.